Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, before we kick off today's episode of Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears into, we want to talk about our friends over at Blue Apron, Yay. which is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Wow. Not only is it affordable for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals straight to your door. They have variety. You can choose a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. They're also flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you could get deliveries when you want them, exactly when you want them. And also, it's easy. You can easily cook these meals step-by-step with easy-to-follow recipe cards and pre-portioned ingredients and can be prepared within 40 minutes or less. Blue Apron also has a freshness guarantee that promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Make it right. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping. (gasps) So that's three. You get to eat three meals for free and it's sent to you for free. That's three. I don't understand. That's a day's worth of food. you yeah. just got for free. <laughs> that's, like, that's dope high quality food too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get that at blueapron.com slash stupid. Stupid. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Go to blueapron.com slash stupid. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And now on to the show. Hello. Hello. You just scared the bejesus. I just scared everybody. Because everyone like listens to this in the car yes. on their way to work, yes. so all of a sudden it's just screaming. Yes, and it's better than when like um, you're like listening to the radio and the ad has like a car crash sound in the ad. Like, <laughs> yeah. why, why would you do that to me? Or sirens? Or like, sirens, yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Uh-huh. What are you thinking? I'm in my car. What are you thinking? Have you been arrested? You can get money back for that. It's yeah. like, well, <laughs> now I might, get, I might crash, so yeah, I might get in trouble with the Mr. Policeman. Good morning. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Policeman. Good morning, Mr. Policeman, and good morning to the moist little ears. Yes, or afternoon, whenever or you whenever you, you get can this. listen to this, whenever. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears into. You tell him, Sam. God, I want to get that tattooed on my uh, right across my like underneath my underboob area. You know, yeah, 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 yeah I right get under it. there, so I can like you know. When I it can tan right there, guys. This is the podcast the where we talk about. Love it. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. comics, yes. ghosts, yes, and more. Uh, and you can listen to us on a multitude of platforms, which you can find all at onlystupidanswers.com. Name a few of those platforms for us, DJ. I almost said Twitter for some Twitter. reason. It's <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, uh, Audioboom, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Stitcher, Play Google Play Music, iHeartRadio. The list goes on and on. And also on that website, you can find all of our social media accounts where you can tweet us your thoughts, feelings, and whatever on any comic, movie, TV show that you've been experiencing at yes. Only Stupid Answers on Twitter. Yank out the vowels from stupid if you would. Pl- you have to. You if have you to. want to find that. But we're also on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Reddit.com slash r slash Only Stupid Answers, which I'm going to read some of your guys's uh posts in just a few a short seconds. But second. also Facebook, Instagram. You can find us all there. But here's and- another thing. Mm-hmm. Most of you. 
listen to our podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And you can go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review, which we like to read, Sam. We don't mind it. Can I read one? Which one you want? I'm going to read the first one. Do it. All right. Kick it off. Kendra D says, proud, moist ear, five stars. Aw. Well run, super fun, and greatly done podcast. Rhyming in there. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sam and DJ are knowledgeable nerds who love what they do, making me love listening to them. No one else in my life is into the nerdy stuff, and this gives me an outlet and community for through this podcast and through their patreon which they try to make as inclusive as possible thanks guys keep it up heart much love from ny we should go to That's, new york we should go to new york that was a very lovely comment that Thank was you for that. we have one also from tricolored eyes actually i have tricolored eyes if you what? look at them you know like you have that ring of color around your around the iris i don't but sure no but like everyone has like a brown or blue i don't uh, hue around their eye nope oh you don't <laughs> <laughs> you draw yours in every morning. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, mine are blue, uh-huh. and I have green and brown inside of my iris. Why aren't you special? I got all three. Suck it. Suck it. Anyways, we got a thing from Tricolored Eyes. Hello, Tricolored favorite, Eyes. Favorite way is to start Is this just you? My, is uh, this you? It might be. Okay. It's my favorite way to start the week. <laughs> my week starts on Saturdays when we record these. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam and DJ are two of my favorite people to listen to, and I always look forward to hearing them nerd out every week. I've been going through super hard times lately, and Only Stupid Answers lifts my spirits when I'm feeling down. Thank you guys for helping me keep updated on all thing, all the things I love, and I look forward to hearing their thoughts on new stuff from Superior Culture. Uh, well, Tricolored Eyes, I hope things get better for you um and if you want to hit up the our reddit because there's a super awesome com- community over there yes uh there you guys are extremely supportive t- uh, towards one another and towards everything that we've uh made so thank you to everybody uh if you contributed to our patreon patreon.com yes, only stupid answers that. uh Thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to DJ and I. And also just sharing our podcast, tweeting us your thoughts on things. Uh, I've had some pretty fun conversations with you guys, especially about what we're going to talk about today in humans. Ooh, uh, yeah. You know what? We got a lot of good. We Every time we do a podcast, we tweet out to get questions from you guys to kind of help direct our conversation. And we, stupid answers. Yeah. And we got a lot of good uh, questions mm-hmm. for this uh, one. So <laughs> that surprised me. We're excited. Yeah. Uh, we're going to kick it off. But really quick, we love to do a segment called, what are you going to do this week? Mm-hmm. And if you guys didn't hear, there was theme music. Uh, or just just imagine the theme music. Whistle it when you're on the bus right now. There while you, you work. There you go. Whistle it while you work. And we're going to talk about things we're into this week. Kicking off with DJ Woldridge. Oh, me. Yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things. I got two things, Sam. Can I talk about two things? You have five seconds. Oh, shit. Um, the first one is I saw the animated movie Batman and Harley Quinn. Hey. And it is fine. A lot of people don't like it. A it's lot fine. Of, a lot of people are criticizing it. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely a, along the lines of um, a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of the recent animated movies where some elements of it are very like childish and young skewing. Yeah, and some of them are very like adult themed because that's what they that's that's the that's the key demographic you you want to be able to get like that wide variety of people like yeah, i mean like marvel movies because kids love them and also adults get like what's happening in them yeah but like you're you're talking about like um i'm just saying fart jokes mixed with like a pretty uh intimate sexual encounter just like the marvel movies yeah just yeah. like the marvel <laughs> movies so, so it's pegging the needle pretty hard in both directions and so it's kind of like mm, maybe pick a lane and also doesn't help um, in pe- some ways it does help because it's it's drawn in the classic Batman animated series style and so it's really cool to revisit that mm-hmm. and they and they do some characters they never did on that show so it's cool to see them in this style Floronic Man yeah but another classic character who I'm going to be honest with you was cool to see but doesn't 
not very well represented in the movie. Um, but it's still cool to see. Cool. Um, Pegging the needle, by the way, is a new term for sex. I'm going to just go Great. There it is. Right the, yeah. The the copyright Sam Basher. Uh-huh. Um, so I, things I liked about it. Uh, action is great. Some of the humor really works. Um, I actually really like Harley's relationship with Dick Grayson with Nightwing. Um, I'm actually, I actually am a big proponent of that pairing. I think there's a lot of story mileage you could get out of their their dynamics and where they their their mutual the, their histories are kind of parallel in my mind, but from opposite ends of the spectrum. And yeah. so I I think there's a lot of um, beyond this movie. I think like the comics would do well to kind of explore a dynamic between them. I like it romantic. I get why other people wouldn't. And also um, at the end. It's a nice reminder of why Harley and Poison Ivy really work as a pair. Mm. Um, I really like their pairing. Um, and you've got a few good gags. There's an extended two musical sequences back to back where like literally the movie just stops so characters can sing. Like it's not like a musical number. Uh-huh. It's just like people standing around where it's basically watching some Harley Quinn do karaoke. That's I don't know why. Yeah. Like I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so it's it's got stuff that works and it's got stuff that doesn't i think i think it would be um better to like either we're going to skew adult or we're going to skew young i'd say skew young personally and also wouldn't hurt with stuff like this to maybe have a female writer on it yeah to help deal with some of the uh characterization issues maybe you Mm. know what i mean i get it that's fine can i talk about something that i did really like this week do it Logan Lucky, the new Steven Soderbergh movie. That's just a quick sum up for people who don't know what that is, it, because there's very there's not a lot of advertisement for it. There's a there's a joke in the movie. Um, uh, it's a heist movie, and somebody later calls it um, Ocean Seven Eleven because it's kind of like a bunch of like I want to say backwoods and redneck. That feels too harsh, but uh-huh. just like just West Virginia guys. There's yeah. just there's just normal guys that live in West Virginia. Uh, which my family comes from West Virginia, so I'm, I'm I got out. a little soft spot in my heart for that. Um, and it's just it's just really fun. It's just really like uh, you've got Channing Tatum and Adam Driver um, who play the the Logan brothers, who they're supposed to be this Logan curse, um, and they decide to perform. Uh, they decide to rob a uh, racetrack. Yeah, a NASCAR racetrack because they make a, there's a shit ton of money that goes a through shit ton of money uh, NASCAR racetracks and there's not like a lot of like theme or like deepness to it. It's just the logistics of how you'd pull off this heist with a bunch of characters that are really charming and fun to be around. Yeah, um, Daniel, how's Daniel Craig in that? Cause I Daniel know- Craig is is good. It's the accent part. Because- like there's there's times where it's like. Do you know, okay, so he was in the first Tomb Raider, and he had an American accent, and it's one of the, I mean, that movie's not great, it's just kind of fun to watch, you know, it's mindless, but his American accent is very distracting, because it's not good, it's really rough, I don't know if accents are his thing. Yeah, it takes a second um, to acclimate, like, I don't even know if his accent's bad, or I'm just really used to hearing him as Bond, so you hear that inflection, you're like, oh yeah, everybody... Um, uh, Seth MacFarlane has a bit where he does a British accent and it's one of those like this is fun but like why the hell are you even in this movie yeah. <laughs> um, I, I it's just it's just very lovely it's a very lovely film Channing Tatum's great I love Channing Tatum so it's, uh, Channing Tatum's fan, it's, I really enjoy him everything Steven Soderbergh really because he did Magic Mike with him too he really brings something and he did, special uh, of Ocean movies too so. Channing Tatum no uh, the director I know 
but we're talking about the director working with Channing Tatum. I know. I, I was just saying the director did Ocean's. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I'm just mentioning things he did. That's why the Ocean's Seven Eleven joke is a, sex, in, is an in joke. Yeah. Sex Lies and Videotape is another movie he did. I don't know. Traffic. I don't yeah. know what that is. Those are Steven Soderbergh movies. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, he really brings something special out of Channing Tatum. And Adam Driver's amazing. Like, if you just know Adam Driver from Star Wars, he was in Patterson, which he's fantastic in. Uh, Midnight Special, he's great in. This, he's just really, both him and Channing Tatum do a really good job of, like, making these really believable, likable, homegrown guys. Uh, it's just a, it's, it's not the most fast-paced movie mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, How but long it's is it? Only two hours. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Bad. Um, but it's it's definitely it's definitely worth going to see. Like, uh, and, and it's just good to see movies. Like, like everything's so like big and bombastic and explodey. Which don't get me wrong, I love that shit. But it's nice to just go see a movie. Yeah. You know, I get it. I do want to check it out. I, like, I'm glad we saw Good Time too because I knew yeah, nothing about so it. Because that felt like well, actually, no, that was like a special movie going experience. That didn't feel like a movie. It yeah. felt like that was something special. Yeah. Which, by the way, I kind of tweeted it out too. The more I think about Good Time, the more I really like it. So yeah, I like I like those it. those grungy um kind of hard scrabble crime movies like like it, it, good comparison to oceans 11 that's a very slick like everybody's professional knows what they're doing crime movie mm-hmm. i like stuff like good time where it's like everybody's just trying they're just trying yeah and no, it's I, making every mistake i like the incompetent protagonist where it's like yeah. maybe sometimes they're smart like sometimes you get yeah. lucky and you make the right call but no one knows how to like let's be real no normal person knows how to get out of like a situation that's like high yeah. stakes like that if they were trying to escape from prison you don't know what the fuck you're doing yeah. you don't know there's like there's like 90 <laughs> people up against you you don't know how to outthink that like or if it's like you're like in good time you're like you're trying to outrun the cops in the city you're like no you just you're just trying to hide like yeah. that's it like there's no way that you can get away from this um but that sounds cool so Thank i want to check it out for robert pattinson turning so his good. turning his fans on to like really good movies like between this and lost city of zed like he's directing his fans to like really great stuff he's a good boy uh but really quick what i'm into this week uh what did i oh i powered through all of miles morales um spider-man nice i read i think i've i think i've read up all to of now it. or just through his ultimate his time in the ultimate universe ultimate universe i know he did Got a lot it. of like crossover stuff when like galactus popped up and, yeah and, and, and ultimate's stuff. run at the time he was in it yeah i didn't read that because don't, i don't think i don't think i heard good things about that i don't remember now oh okay I don't know. I just I don't. I didn't want to. I just wanted to read his solo stuff because yeah. it was. Um, I think you mentioned, or we were talking separately, that Brian Michael Bendis. He's a good writer, but he kind of like it takes a long time for like stories to progress. He writes a lot for the of, trade. Yeah, yeah. And issue to issue for me, not so great. But like the collected stuff is really good. Yeah, uh, like when Venom showed up, that was a really fun story. Um, and him is, interacting with Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane and Mar- and Aunt May is really cool. Is because I only read the first few issues because, again, issue to issue, Bennis can be kind of challenging for me. Um, is is Venom kind of Miles Morales' Green Goblin? No. Okay. Uh, is they Miles Morales' Venom? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, he showed up, and I, I like the way they explain why he showed up and why he's after Miles. Yeah. Uh, but you have to... I mean, read it. Uh, but I, you know, I will read it. Uh, it's on Comicsology Unlimited. That's why I checked it out. The first, I think, two, maybe three volumes of like the first run of Miles Morales when he popped up. Yeah. And then, of course, you guys know, like in comics, um, they do like a weird reboot and they start again at number one yes. again. Uh, there's the, that first volume of the reboot mm-hmm. showing up uh, is really cool and just dealing with. Um, 
in this universe, Peter Parker existed, and without spoilers, now Miles is Spider-Man. So it's you having to explore what happened and uh, and moving on from there. But Miles is so young. Yeah. He's so young in middle school. It's such a big plot point, um, and I like how they deal with it. I like it. He has even more to prove because of how much, like, heart he has yeah. I, I like it also he's not smart like peter like he is intelligent he's but he's not like super genius he's yeah. not like you know making inventions and shit like that also uh that's so that's a fun read to do and i like what brian michael bendis has done so far with miles morales in the regular mm-hmm. 616 universe uh but when it comes to generations the big marvel event i highly recommend reading hawkeyes that is the Hawks. I think that's what they call it. It's so good. I love Kate Bishop and um, Clint Barton's relationship. Yeah. Basically, like, you find out in Secret Empire, you find out why the Generation comics are happening. Secret Empire it ended. ended. But, uh, but, 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 Not hearing good things. No, it wasn't great. But uh, Generations, though, yeah. has had some great moments. The Thors, was a that was a really good yeah. uh, comic. I and the Wolverines one was really good. That was really emotional. And it's by the guy who writes Injustice 2 and, he, and the original Injustice. Yeah. And he's very good at getting like the, some good emotional beats. Because that deals with father-daughter relationship and the father doesn't know. And... Yeah. Um, what are we? Oh, uh, but in the Hawkeyes, it's just they have the best relationship. They have the best partnership of anybody. They cool. never date. They'll never date, and it's uh, it basically she gets sent back to when he has the costume, like the yeah. goofy costume, and he's they're dealing with a bunch of people with similar goofy costumes. And uh, there's a really cool uh, examination of current like comics and how they like deal with characters and costumes and whatnot. Yeah. And back in the day, how cheesy it was, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, that's great. Infamous Iron Man, I really like that. I think I've talked about it a couple times mm-hmm. before. They did a move in the most recent issue that I'm not a fan of. I yeah. really... Basically, they were dealing with, for a long time, the Maker. And if you guys don't know the Maker, it's Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, from the Ultimate Universe, who went crazy and like found a way to stay alive for like thousands of years and become super intelligent. And he's, yeah. like, he's, a, he's the worst supervillain. Like, he's, he's insane. And he popped up in the regular universe, and you thought it was going to be like, uh, good Doctor Doom versus evil Reed Richards. But then there Which sounds a, amazing. There was a twist, and huh? if you read it, you'll realize... That I have no idea why I just read an entire series. If I'm being completely honest, because of how dumb yep. that was. Um, and, but um, uh, Secret Empire came out too. It ended. I mean, there was a lot of cool moments in the series. Yeah, I'll be it honest. sounds like it sounds like it did everything it promised it wouldn't do. Like, hey, we're definitely not going to just reset anything. Except we did. They did not actually. They did <laughs> not, not everything, but like, which also doesn't. Again, I didn't read it, uh-huh. but I, I don't understand the logic behind like, hey, I can rewrite reality, so I'm going to fix everything, except for these people that died. They still stay dead. Yeah, because you need to oh, learn a lesson. <laughs> so you're an asshole is what's happening right Th- now. That's what it came off as. Yeah. It's like, you know, let, let bring them back so we can kind of move on yeah. past this. And now they're doing some weird stuff with Steve Rogers anyways. Uh, yeah, so that's comic stuff. I don't think I've seen anything or watch anything new man I love Bob's Burgers just gotta do a shout out if you guys wanna do a Bob's Burgers watch along I will always be down for that but that stuff's on Netflix isn't it uh, no they moved it over to Hulu Whoops. because Fox and Netflix are getting weird um, but just for funsies uh, I always like to read from you guys in what are you into this week on Reddit and we have um, a couple people commenting uh, hopefully I have the right week here 
Yes, I do. Uh, Noah Fuerte, uh, he just read Nightwing, The New Order, Chapter 1, which was crazy because you read how Nightwing basically... Oh, I don't want to... Noah, he writes a lot of spoilers, and then he writes a spoiler later, like a spoiler warning in his comment, but that's not the spoiler of the comic. The comic is a spoiler. Remind me, I have a question about... I was flipping through that. Nightwing, The New Order? Yes. And Uh, I have a question about the last panel. I read it. um, Well... You know no, what? I'll wait, I'll wait till after the podcast. Okay, yeah. but the premise is it's it seems like DC's trying to hop in on. Hey, you know this character that you really love and everyone loves. What if he was evil and kind of took over the world a little bit? Like, yeah. So it's classic. Like, uh, he's not like evil, but it feels like that. You know the weird thing huh. is they never do that with Batman, and he's the character that it makes the most sense for. They've never done that. I feel like they had to have done that one. And like, no, not really. I can't think of one. I can't think of one where Batman come. He kind of like he's not evil. Yeah, he's not the antagonist though. Like I think I feel like there's a lot of mind, like like I get that there's a nice reversal like with Injustice where Superman goes crazy, but like Batman's just a few inches away from fascism. Like why haven't we ever? And I think it's just because people like Batman too much. Like no, Batman can't be evil. Mm-hmm. He, he's not that far off, man. But. Yeah. I mean, there is yeah. a story you could. I mean, just give it a few years, you'll get to evil bat. I mean, you're getting da- the dark. You're getting dark yeah. Knight's metal, and that's yeah. all evil Batman's. Um, we got somebody I used to blow. Okay. Nice. Right, uh, just finished playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Didn't really care for the story in the game too much, but the overarching story about Laura's origin is pretty interesting. Cool. Pretty cool. I've heard good things, and that's what the new movie's based yep. on. So hopefully that's uh, with Alicia Vikander, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I've watched her in anything though. Uh, Ex Machina. Who is she? She's, She's the, the Machina. Oh, yeah. Machina. Macarena, yeah. yeah. Uh, then last one, something magical, something dash magical. Just finished Mark Wade's Daredevil run. It was great. A little eerie so how the last few issues deal with fighting white supremacists. Uh, watched the first episode of Disney XD Spider-Man cartoon. It was god-awful, terrible, bad, a downright mess, especially disappointing after the awesomeness of Spectacular Spider-Man. Yep. The art style looked great in the preview clips, but the pacing, writing, and some of the animation in the first episode was really, really not good. If you want uh, basically perfect spider-man cartoon check out spectacular spider-man i think you can get the whole blu-ray on amazon and it is worth it Ooh, highly recommend when i get a playstation or something that can play discs our only stupid answer is playstation there we go yeah. i will ask to borrow your spectacular spider-man Do collection it. because it's so good you've pitched you pitched it to me and i'm on board yeah uh, i have the first season on dvd if you have a thing that plays dvds i do not all right well let me see that's the problem no yeah. no no computers have the little disc drive anymore and i don't congratulations I will, I will not go out and buy a disc drive those external ones yeah speaking of other things that we shouldn't spend money on yes Inhuman. Yay! Let's so, just uh, segue straight into Straight into it. that. So, Sam, we're going to do what we normally do, where it's it's spoiler-free. Uh-huh. Okay. Is there anything to spoil? Anyway, uh, whatever. Spoiler-free. No, spoiler-free. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the, it is going to air on TV yes. in like a month. But, um, uh, real quick, just to get it out of the way. Yes. Uh, I am probably going to mispronounce your name. I do apologize. Uh, Fu Huang. At Fu twenty ninety nine, I do like the twenty ninety nine reference. Marvel nice. should take advantage of that in their movies or TV shows. Give me Spider Man twenty nine TV show. Anyway, uh, asks: Is it worth seeing in humans and IMAX, or should I wait until it comes on TV? Wait, wait, wait. yeah, seriously, one hundred percent. Wait, seriously, uh, don't I, spend the money. You guys, there's a lot of negative press about this show. Yes, and I think the biggest th- criticism maybe we both have of it is that it shouldn't have been an IMAX. <laughs> it, no. like, it re- I, it's for me, standard it's the, too high. It, it does. And it's be like you, you made the, you made the best point when we got out is that you should never 
put the worst, usual worst episode of a show <laughs> in an IMAX theater. The pilot is usually the worst episode of yeah. any show, and this is an especially not great pilot yeah. for doing basic building of a world and show and story that you're going to dive into. It really misses the mark. But anyways, we'll we'll keep spoiler free. But yeah. no, when it comes to IMAX don't, viewing, there's don't no do reason. it. There was and barely also, anybody in our theater. It, it was weird. And also since IMAX theaters just feel a lot bigger, yeah. just, it's not it's not worth it. And um, because it's the first two episodes or part one, part two, it, but it's split up meant to be week to week. Yeah. Not an, uh, like a two hour viewing of this. There's a recap All halfway sudden, through yeah, the movie. And it, but there's no edit to it. So it just flows straight into the part two yeah and like all of a sudden all these people are like remembering the previous episode we're like what we we, yeah. we just we saw literally this. just we were just there yeah and also it doesn't help that it ends it doesn't end it's not it's not it doesn't come to this like rap it doesn't stand alone no it doesn't come to this it teases what's to come a little bit yeah it has it has a semi as epic as this probably show is going to get epic opening episode and then it goes into this kind of like table setting. Well, here's kind of how the series is going to function. Kind of. And then it ends. And then it stops. Yeah. And it's like, what? And if for a second it looks like they're going to be setting up for like a big battle in these two episodes, like, good idea. Like, end on a, end on a high note because this is your first two episodes. And now you're putting it out as a movie. Not only a movie, you're putting it out as a movie in IMAX. And it's yeah. like, nah, it's just kind of. Yeah. It's not great. A uh, really quick shout out to Danny Boy, Robert, Maggie. Uh, for joining us live. Just want to make sure you guys for know we love us. you. Uh, we'll be reading some of your comments as we go along. But, DJ, yes. let's just hop into it. Spoiler free, what'd you think? Inhumans, no hold bars except for spoilers. Go for it. Um, Tear it down. Tear it. Rip into it. Like a wild animal. I'll start with the positive. Good. I think it's better than Iron Fist. At least these two episodes. Even saying that sounds weird. Yeah. I think it's slightly better than Iron Fist. I think most of the acting is fine. Sorinda Swan actually think is great. She plays Medusa. Medusa's powers are probably one of the weakest depiction depicted powers in the thing. But Sorinda Swan does a great job selling all the ridiculous stuff she's given. Um it's at best, it's fine. Mm. It's fine. No, it's not very good. It's These not are very all good. The positives you're yeah, saying. It's the positives. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's 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 not that it's bad. Like like I I love Transformers Five. Like angry, like angry yeah, but about that's life. A special kind of angry. Yeah, that's, a, that's an angry I haven't felt in a theater in a long yeah, time. Yeah. So it's like remember that that dude answered his phone call on speakerphone and it didn't bother you. Remember that? Yeah. Like it didn't bother no. you during the movie. Uh, yeah, it that did was not. Such a Oh wait, it was the shortest. I forgot. It's the shortest Transformers movie, but it felt like the forever. Longest. You fell asleep. You fell asleep and woke up and didn't Miss have any more information than I did. Like I, you're like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, man. I literally don't know. I couldn't yeah. even tell you. Fuck Somehow we're in a movie. submarine, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. Fuck that movie sucks. Yeah, so it's not like that kind of bad. It's just more of the shrug. Why did I spend that money on that kind of bad? Which is not good. Like it's oh. not. That's not really a ringing endorsement. And it sucks because we spent IMAX money on that. Yeah, it's not like a normal movie ticket, which is like normal theater tickets are like twelve bucks now, roughly. I uh, mean, we spent yeah. IMAX movie tickets, which I don't know off the top of my head, but it's definitely thirty bucks. Mo- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, man. Sometimes, yeah. like when you buy advanced screening, but that's not what we spent on this. Yeah, they knew better. Yeah, than to, than to charge that. I mean, what about 
it's just not a good execution of the premise. I think there is a way to do this, and we'll talk about it more once we get into spoilers, but it, this wasn't it. What did you think? I hated it. And I Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Lockjaw's adorable. Okay. Positive thing. One, Lock, one, Lockjaw's one positive. adorable. And some of the effects are cool. Like the moon looks cool. The moon looks cool and the city doesn't look awful. Like no. I was actually kind of impressed with what they got away with on the city. It's like a big apartment. Yeah. But you're like, it's a kingdom. It's like, it's but apartment. think about, think about the, the pool that has the TV in it. That's how they see things. Why is it in water? I don't know. Why are those people saying it? Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, very important story plot point. No, it's not. Uh, no, I found a lot of the acting of like, uh, Anson Mount. I liked what he did with Black Bolt. Uh, yeah. the, he, uh, spoilers since he does not talk what he, what he does to communicate, I think is really cool. And he, his, his face is expressive, but I found it not to be too expressive. I think we differ on this. Yeah. I, I thought it was a little too over the top for me. Uh, I liked it. I yeah. like what he did. Um, and I like Sorinda Swan. That's what his name is. Yeah. Who plays Medusa? Great name. Yeah. Uh, is cool. Locke just adorable. But a lot of just... When I was watching this, I was like, if I didn't know who these people were, would I get what the fuck is happening right now? There is never a time where things are like clearly laid out in a way that makes sense. I know there are moments when here's exposition. Yeah. But it happens just... It's like they gun, they shotgunned it all over the place. You're yeah. like, by the end of the first episode, you're like, oh shit, that guy's name's Karnak. Yeah. Why wasn't anybody introduced in the beginning? Like, I know it's cheesy and a lot of properties do this, especially superhero movies. But give us give us a Wonder Woman style explanation of what the Amazons are. Yeah. Beautiful. You it's had a so good cool. Opportunity to, we, I won't talk about it because we'll get into spoilers, but they had a good opportunity. They had a, a specific sequence that they could have dived into their history more. And they didn't. Nope. And they didn't. Like, why are they on the moon? Great question. But we got two episodes into it and that was not addressed. Well, we uh, also good. got two episodes of Lockjaw and everyone's just like, yeah, it's like he's not even addressed that there's this gigantic bulldog that's teleporting and no It's funny to me that that's your we've got space I, humans with magical powers. There could be a giant bulldog there. Like why why are there dogs on Krypton? That that's always a hang up for me. Where where does crypto come from? Why are there I mean, but you can explain it evolutionary wise, but like the we again, we don't know anything about the Inhumans and in the show. We don't know up, anything. You brought up when we left the movie. It's also very weird what they do and don't know about Earth. Like when they go, spoilers, they go to Earth. Yeah, that's like, like a, obviously, that, but yeah, things like, that do and don't confuse them. They knew are what weird. A, they knew what a car was, but when like Anson Mount sees a cell phone, he's like, <laughs> and I or sorry, he's silent. So I remember, he just, I remember the eyes. one, the one moment in the entire movie, like, wow, oh, that was cool. Yeah, they have these little um, again, trust us, not spoilers. Yeah, they have these little like uh, wrist communicators. Yeah. that like are touchscreen kind of, and they can take their their they're curved. Yeah, so they can. Take take them off the wrist and they like pop flat and then they open up and we're like we looked at each other and we're like oh well, that's cool well it's cool how they did that and then that later was the one moment <laughs> it's the one moment but no i okay uh acting i think a, a lot of the actors especially background actors are really subpar in this show mm. i did not find them to be good especially you're gonna see a taxi driver and i that he is like and i and we can we'll get into it when we talk spoilers so yeah. we don't need to talk about it right this second but like he specifically was a big sore thumb to, or uh, what is that is that what you say sore thumb, sore thumb. It, he stuck out like a sore thumb that's yeah, what it is. is uh and also uh gorgon uh goat leg man there were times when he was okay but there were also times where i'm like wow why are you 
so bad at delivering these lines, or maybe these lines are so bad it's making you look worse. I don't know what it is, but you are bugging me a lot the right now. The only thing that bothered me about Gorgon is there, he, like Sam said, he's got hooves. Mm-hmm. That there's one point where he's on a beach and it's clear like the like the hooves like are high heels. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's not even stepping on the hoof. He's stepping on the back of his leg and the hoof is just sticking out the front of his foot. Like he's got shoes with hooves on the end. And they so, even explain that he has shoes. He can wear shoes over the hooves. Also, wear so, those. I have something that's so so not related to Inhumans, but it's about hooves. Yeah. Did you ever think about... Th- I was listening to this podcast. Did you ever think about that horses used to have... I mean, like, evolutionary-wise, horses used to have feet, like, mm-hmm. with multiple toes, but now they've evolved <laughs> down to that hooves are toe... Is a toe? Yeah. At the end, I've never thought about it like that, that a hoof... Like, a horse's leg goes down to a point, and that's a toe. That's, yeah. like, not a foot. It's a toe. So he only has two toes, mm-hmm. and it goes down to that. Yeah. Sorry, I've never thought of it like that before, and I think that's just a fun fact that you guys can think about. There it was one go. of those like mind-blow moments. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, yeah. That's so weird. Anyways, back to the show. Uh, the story-wise, a lot of shit just doesn't make sense, and when we get into spoilers, your villain of the show, you brought this up, he makes a lot of sense. His decisions on how he executes a lot of things doesn't make sense. Yeah, but um, and, they, and they're, they are nefarious or whatever. But his ideology makes total sense. Um, but to the, again, to the point where the good guys kind of look like assholes. They look like idiots. <laughs> yeah. They look really dumb. Uh, and a lot of choices for like showing off powers. It's just like they're lazy and I dumb. know what the characters Especially are. Black Pulse, when you see his power for the first time, holy. Why? I laughed. Why? So hard. We can't spoil that. Why? Yeah, because we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> Guys, I really hope you stay for spoiler because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let loose in a second. Uh, no, uh, but it's also like I know you brought up if you didn't know who these characters are. I reasonably know who these characters are, and I could not tell you what the hell Karnak's power is supposed to be in this movie. Nope, not a, or not a goddamn clue. I have no idea idea what it's supposed to be uh the way it's represented the way it plays out the way it doesn't work at times where you think it should it's like i nope don't know what's really happening sure. um uh well, i think that's about all i can real say quick here. oh you know spoiler tweet, free yeah. yeah nathan man uh man prated at kudo gear uh, is this a good replacement for agents of shield it's no. a good replacement for agents of shield season the first half of season one maybe and maybe some of two but now no no shield's real good like shield's real fun really well written uh, Serena Swan and LMD Lady look a lot alike. Yeah. And, and I think that's yeah. about it. That's my input there. There you go. So, um, what's a good rating system for this, Sam? I don't know. How many episodes is it going to get? Eight. eight. Out of eight, Sam, what would you give? Two. Because Lockjaw yeah. made me like it. I'm going to give it two as well. And I like Surrender, that there are, Two. Yeah. One for Lockjaw uh-huh. and one for Serena Swan. Two, because Lockjaw is just that cute. No. Yeah. Uh, Never also, once did I not think he was CGI, though. Yeah, no, it's... And also, I'm fine with that, though. He lo- he, yeah. was good, he was good CGI. He was good CGI. Like, he's a little bit... I feel like good CGI, like, the definition of good... C- maybe this is great CGI, is you're not supposed to be able to know that it's CGI. I mean, that's tough to do, especially yeah. with the TV show. Like, I wouldn't... Yeah, nah, he's he's good. I he's think good. he's good. I liked him as well. He would be, an, like, an A-minus for CGI, like, for TV, for an for ABC TV, show. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it a two for Lockjaw, and also because they were on the island that I went to when I went to Hawaii earlier there you this go. year. Beautiful so, island. Yeah, Oahu. And I, I like. Good lord, that second episode's so fucking boring. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. It doesn't make any, any, any sense. 
Anyways, I think we've said enough. Spoiler yeah. free. Let's get into it because I want to really tear this apart. Fuck, man, this show. Karnak's a fucking pervert and doesn't make any sense. Gorgon is a, such a bad actor. Like uh, the whole scene in the second episode when he's on the beach and they're like, no, you need to leave because a fucking army is coming. And they're like, <laughs> guys, we're uh, surfers. So this is our beach. We could fight them. You guys are in shorts without shoes on. Leave. This is so. And also, oh, the wait. guy who can't swim, like he gets into the water. How would he? know how to swim there aren't pools in adelan that we why know are of, they on the moon that we know of that is a, that why is a, are human second class citizens in a world where like only like five people no, have superpowers hold, hold on no i do i do get that where there's a class structure we're introduced to this he, world they where literally a, refer to them as trash they, yeah, yeah so there's a class system that is introduced where with you go through Genesis and if you exhibit powers you are part of the upper class um and if you don't have powers you're part of the lower class that are mine people that are mining for Something. Uh, what did you call them? Moonberries? The moon- <laughs> They're mining on the moon, and yeah. you see like one guy who's got like powers, and he's like digging at the dirt, and you're like, "There's one person digging with his hands," and it's like, "You guys I'm don't guessing have that tools?" No, like, I think what? it's his power because he had like tattoos all over him. No, but if he had powers, then he should be part of the upper class. I mean, that one guy who can kind of see the future is in down there, yeah, too. Yeah, but nobody's said that they're tr- treating him like he doesn't have powers, and clearly he does. So Maximus is also kind of being a dick because of yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, I'm like, uh, what do you, uh, maybe moon meat? Like, yeah. I don't know, moon milk? What's, what's what do they down need? There? What's down there? Why are they digging? And also, at what point when does the, does the atmosphere stop working in the moon? Yeah. Because, like, there's no air down there. There's barely air where you are. There's barely food. Like, why are, why are they still on the moon? Why? Again, again, making Maximus' argument that they should go to Earth makes sense. So Maximus' big thing is he went through Terragenesis. He does not have powers, but because he's part of the royal family, he gets still treated like royalty. Um, and clearly he's very resentful of this. Apparently he had a thing for Medusa back in the day. Watch was a wolf. All bunch of fucking weird <laughs> scenes. That was so weird. They're like, come on, you're married to my brother, but we could fucking bone right here. You wanna? And you're like, no. Yeah. You're a weirdo. Uh, Have and you seen he's like, Mount? I'm being threatened. And then like he like <laughs> then he starts a coup. And you're like, okay, cool. Uh, also, real rough intro to the entire show is having Triton and that one girl uh, being hunted. I've seen that forest. girl someplace before. She's from some, but man, she's not. She's she, not good she, in whatever this is. Yeah, uh, and and this, Triton's yeah. not great either. Like the dialogue they give, like, nope. um, and also they can't run very well. Nope. Uh, his a lot makeup of slow, looks rough. A lot of slow mo shots of guns for some reason. Man, they also huge criticism, but also maybe it's smart. They took out all their big budget, expensive things basically at the end of the first episode. Yeah, they shave Medusa. And remember yeah. how scary, scared she was when Clipper showed up, and you're like, you're just, "Okay, even though it was a lame fight scene, you took out three guards with your hair. Why can't you just slither on up there and grab the yeah and grab." The Clippers. People are going to be like, "Uh, she was stunned." It's like, don't well, yeah, don't give me garbage. Like, it was brain, dumb writing. Wasn't she brain blasted? No. The part that bothered me about that scene was like, we're in this world with high tech flip wrist watches and communicators and a teleporting dog. And what does Maximus pull out? Clippers. clippers. Like straight up, just like the Clippers in my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and and then shaves Medusa, which I'm fine with because the hair looked like garbage. So I'm glad they got rid of it. If I'm being honest. Uh, and I bet like Scott Buck was like, guys, don't criticize it. Yeah, it's going away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry, the wig is going, going away. away. It's it's like a. Uh, but then the way it's shot is like extreme close up of uh-huh. Maximus's face. He's like, oh yeah. When did and, it like Medusa's more? like crying? Yeah. And it's like this is way over the top wouldn't it have meant more if he used like a straight razor and he grabbed like a chunk and he went like like and he cut it off wouldn't that yeah don't even try to think if there's anything deep in the show because there's not there's not but uh and lockjaw gets like knocked out 
Immediately. Immediately, and you just seem like sleeping in a couple also, shots. Also, he's the worst at teleporting people to the same spot. Yeah, but he also... he teleports them all no, over the island. But, like, he teleported Crystal right to the ballroom at one point. He teleported one person one way to one spot. Why couldn't he just bring the person back to the place he had just been? Dumb writing. And... Triton, which I'm guessing is the expensive makeup part, yeah. he's gone after his in intro seconds. scene, and yeah. he's still alive somewhere. But I like somewhere. that, like, hey, we're going to show you Triton's last moments. He's dead. Mm, Triton's dead. Gorgon, I need you to go to Earth and see if you can find Triton. Wait, what? Didn't we just determine that he was dead? And then Gorgon's big plan to go there is he goes to the water, screams out for Triton, and then, like, wades in, even though he doesn't have fucking feet. <laughs> <laughs> He How is he supposed to he swim? Also, maybe this is, I'm reading too far into it, but not a great stereotype you're nope. digging into nope. as well. Nope, he's the one black inhuman. That's uh, another frustrating thing with Inhumans, because on the one hand, it's one of the few times where Marvel has a series that the cast is made up of groups of people that are classically underrepresented in Marvel stuff, and so it sucks that they're all stuck in this really not good show. Yep. Uh, so, in the comics, Karnak's ability is he can see the flaw in everything. Yeah. Um, which which makes him kind of an asshole and they touch on that in the show because he sees a girl that's like flirting with him and then he breaks down how the relationship's going to fall apart which implies this is the Karnak we know from the comics he can see he sees the flaw in the relationship yeah but maybe not because in the middle of fight this was a moment I was I was like I was like seconds from turning to Sam like this is cool and then it ends up not being that cool like he's in a fight he gets hit by a bolt and then he's like able to step back and see how he got shot and the way he says it's like, oh, let's try that again. He sucks back into his body, and then he does it again, and this time succeeds. What I got which from is it confusing. was, it seemed like he did like a, you know, like those uh, probability people. Like, yes. you know, like you always have the superheroes that can do that. That's what it felt like to me. Agreed. But then when he's in Hawaii, he's climbing down a, a side of a mountain, and I guess that power shuts off or he just chooses not, not to, to use, use it. it yeah and he gra- he like looks at a rock smirks grabs it falls hits his head busts his head open yeah. and then that fucks up whatever power we thought he had which at that point is displayed as like a compass to see where east which also doesn't go with the probability like see the flaw in everything if it's telling him where east and west is it should be showing him the flaw in everything so he could find the best Pass. But also, if it was a time-based thing, he should have just rewound, rewound time and gone back up the thing and walked down. So it's not a great thing that we literally have zero idea what Karnak's ability is A lot of to people's be. powers don't make sense. A lot of what they are doesn't make any sense. Uh, they do tie it back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with, like, there's Terrigen and, like, the water supply. Yeah. Sam, do you want to talk about uh, Black Bolt's powers and how... They are depicted. That was the funniest fucking <laughs> shit ever. So Maximus uh, kind of like does a jab at his brother, which, okay, by the way, he does sign language, and I like the way it doesn't look like real sign language as far as I can tell. I like the way he does it. Yeah. Uh, it feels, the way he handles himself, he feels like a king when he's doing it, and like yeah. when he's giving out orders. So I like that. And I like that people kind of like understand it, and they just accept that's how he communicates. Yeah. Cool. Um, when his abilities apparently... Uh, like they they go through the ceremony where they stand into like a chamber, get ex- exposed to Terrigen, yeah. they walk out and they have their ability and, they, and they're meant to show it off that in front of people. Cool butterfly wings. Yeah, and then the other guy gets the precog stuff, um, yeah. uh, based on touch. But I guess Black Bolt didn't, and he like he was like, I can't figure out what it is. And he stayed silent until he went home, and his parents were standing right in front of him, and he said the word 
why? And like they play in slow motion. And when he says why, the only and there's time literally is, like zero emotion in the actor's face. Like this, they get this young actress. Why? And it just obliterates his parents on the wall. You know when you like swat a fly and yeah. it makes that mark on the wall? That's what happens to his parents. By the way, I forgot about this. Remember the intro when Medusa walks in that room and sees Black Bolt when they're kids? Yes. Worst actress ever. Yeah. She's like, oh, hi, I'm Medusa. I'm not afraid of you. And yeah. like she says it, I, I know I'm sounding like I'm exaggerating. Yeah, you got a I'm cockney only, thing going on. I'm only exaggerating just a little bit based on how yeah. her line delivery. Because when you hear it, you're just like, Jesus Christ, come on. Like, yeah. who talks like that? Who? There's not a, but like okay, and like um, uh, Maximus. Did we already talk about Maximus? Is like his whole ideology is that humans, people who don't go through terror or who go through terrogenesis and don't get any abilities, they become lower class. And he's like, no, we shouldn't. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like we're such a small population, they should we should be equal. Yeah, which makes total sense because yep. the Inhumans are acting like total jackasses. He just goes not not even crazy. He just makes stupid decisions to like attack people. Yeah. Where if he talked to people like normal people, like if he talked to other people like normally, maybe the whole premise is that since he's human, no one in the Inhumans will really listen to him. Really respects him? Yeah. But I still don't buy that, like because yeah. he's still like the main advisor to the king. Yeah. Uh, no, Karnak technically is. Uh, Robert Danny Boy says, this makes me think no season two, but I see that Gotham is coming up on season five or something. Ooh, and Bruce Wayne's basically Batman at this point. Figure Man, that one out. If you guys want to have a fun Google, <laughs> go ahead and look at what his costume is because it's basically the Batman cowl without the ears, but there's definitely a spot for the ears to be installed. Uh, uh, Mathito at Mathito 3 uh, agrees with you, Sam. Is it just me or is the royal family quite racist to Maximus and anybody who isn't a crazy freak? Um... Where do you see the plot going? I have no good. I mean, they're going to take down like Maximus, and I don't even know if there's going to be like a lesson learned. By like by the end, the most I could see the show doing is saying like, you know what, Maximus has some good ideas, but we could do better. And then yeah. they're like, they move to Earth. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it'll probably it'll probably have to be the moving to Earth because the first episode ends with Max's coup, Maximus's coup, and the Inhumans escape to Earth. And that's, you know, Medusa has her hair cut, and she's trying to get to uh, Black Bolt. Uh-huh. Crystal's still up there. Crystal's hair is cool. I wanted to say that. I yeah, like that's hair, a good, yeah. it's a good way of, because of, her hair has always been kind of weird in the comics. Like, mm. how would you make that real? Good job. Yep. Um, Karnak hits his head. Gorgon almost drowns, and is hanging out with surfers. And Black Bolt, uh, that's a cool use of his powers. He gets hit, grunts, and sends a cop car flipping, like, 30 times through the air. Yeah. And then, uh, for some reason, the cops are like, yeah, normal handcuffs will still work on this guy. And they just take him to... Oh, and when, when Lockjaw teleports uh, Black Bolt into the square, this taxi driver is driving maybe five miles an hour. Yeah. And he's like, wait, wait, we gotta move. And he doesn't swerve out of the way. He turns yeah. and then turns back and is distracted and gets in a fender bender. And like he gets out and he's like, hey, man, what are you doing here? You gotta get out of here. And it's like... What what dialogue is this? This is not how a human being would react to a giant fucking Listen, no no no. Sam, You're gonna have your argument, but I totally I totally do not agree that this Listen, is the same. Sam, in a world with Iron Man and the Avengers, everything's weird, so nobody reacts to weird things anymore. No, that's bullshit because this is a giant bulldog yeah. standing in the street. I agree. That no, I agree. I no, agree. And if that's their if that's their pitch, that's stupid because human beings will even if stuff is weird should still act weird when something magically appears in the middle of the road yeah so you're saying that even though somebody has superpowers if your friend gets a super cybernetic robot arm maybe that's strange no i don't agree with you with this with your <laughs> argument of this because that's a 
all, a slightly exaggerated normal prosthetic arm that is all right, today. Hold on. Huh. We'll we're, we'll pa- we'll talk about this one second. Uh-huh. So I got a lot of shit online this week because uh, I pointed out that the original mission statement of the Defender shows were basically like, hey, this is like the Wire, but with a few people with superpowers. And so between a dragon skeleton under New York and now Misty having a cyber arm, maybe we've lost sight of that. Now you brought up that a lot of people, hold on, you brought up and Uh a lot of people, I think that this is where the confusion comes from. I look at Misty's arm and I'm like, they're giving her the cyber arm from the comics. And I think that's stupid. Mm. You, you brought up and I think a lot of people brought up, Oh, it's a prosthetic. And listen, if they treat it like it's a prosthetic where it does, non-fluid general movements and she has to go through physical therapy to understand how to use it and it's never quite as functional as a normal arm like prosthetics are awesome the fact that in the shot she's holding her gun with that arm Mm. makes me think that it's a cyber arm like fucking colson in agents of shield and it will function exactly like a normal arm for some reason be stronger she'll probably rip a car door off and if she's able to even fire her gun with just that arm not even using the other hand for support i call bullshit no we don't have we don't have prosthetics like that but you don't know they're gonna do that you're just basing off holding the holding the gun and and the fact that that's the way it is in the comics and i'm gonna be honest with you i think misty knight i think having a character who's primarily supposed to be a detective and that's her goal giving her a cyber arm Mm -hmm. doesn't benefit the character at all I think it's stupid in the comics, and if they take it that route in the show, I think it's silly and kind of detrimental to what the original mission statement... uh, We talked about picking a lane earlier. I think the Defender shows either need to decide, hey, we're going to be fun and crazy like the Arrowverse, or we're going to keep doing the grounded thing like we were trying to do earlier. You can't have it both ways. I thought their mission statement was grounded, quote... Uh, yeah, quote, but also super violent. Like this was like this is the <laughs> super adult, violent. Yeah. Well, the super violent is not going to go away. Yeah, and like they we're definitely going to keep that. Uh, I think the problem with your argument on Twitter and people got mad at you is because you said we've lost sight of believability, and you use the picture of Misty instead of the picture of the giant skeleton of the dragon it's, underneath New York. Which, in terms of things that could happen in our world, someone getting a prosthetic arm that could hold a gun and fire a gun is. Is far more believable, more reasonable than the dragon, than a dragon skeleton yes. underneath. No, the you're earth. right. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I do, but I don't think. I I don't think we're minutes away from your average New York detective getting a super cyber arm. There's also a man who doesn't have a, his sight, but he can smell colors. So I think. I but again, a cyber. No, arm. but again. Mm-hmm. The the mission statement was this this grounded show where you have people few people with these grounded abilities and that's like saying that like you know the Dark Knight is grounded and believable but Batman dresses like a bat so we should give Commissioner Gordon a cyber eye that can see through walls but he doesn't do it in the comics yeah but again just because something's in the comics doesn't make it good doesn't make it a good idea doesn't make it a good character decision especially doesn't make it good for your adaption they won't even give daredevil his double d's because it doesn't make sense in that world and you're telling me a robot arm is more believable than having two d's on daredevil's costume i don't need those two d's on that costume i don't need misty to have a cyber arm you're crazy but again if they treat it if they if the show treats it specifically luke cage because i think um iron fist is obviously its own deal but uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, I think, are the two closest to being grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, if, they are super not affected by this show. So by defenders, yeah. So the yeah, I don't know how they bring up the fact they fought in a dragon skeleton on their shows. But anyway, uh, if they treat it, if they treat it like a prosthetic. 
because again i immediately jump to Cyberarm like Colson's or like Luke's got classic where it just works like an arm, but it's a robot arm. Isn't robot arms cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cool, but like not for this character, not for this world, not for any of that. But if it's like a prosthetic and they treat it like a prosthetic and, and, and it, it doesn't function like her arm because they don't as great as they are now, they don't down. I'm down. Also, if it's in her prosthetic arm, she could uh, pull it out way faster than if it was holstered. If it's always just being held by that other arm. That's like constantly has it on the trigger. All she yeah, has to but do it is would use... fall apart. There's so much kickback on guns. Like no, no, no. I mean, no, you could... lift it up and then you support it with the other arm. Like eh, you do maybe. with like normal shooting. Like normal shooting a gun. Eh, maybe. You, you just hold it. Yeah. I, but I will give you that. If they treat it like a prosthetic, that's not what I see when I see that picture. I see like... Maggie Whitmer tweet, uh, message. They didn't even give him his double Ds. I thought something completely different. And as soon as you said that, you pointed to your boobies too. Yeah, well, that's like, where it is. It's yeah. on the chest. It's on the chest. He is but, gifted in the chest. and they, they will not put that in the show. Yeah. Next season. Don't worry. Listen, Iron Man's a crippling alcoholic and uh, Ant-Man's a spousal abuser, but they don't put those in the movies. Why? Because they don't need them. <laughs> I mean, Sometimes, but, just because it's in the comic doesn't mean we need to, it needs to be in our adaption. Those are different things. All I'm, I know, I'm those just saying, different. I'm just saying, just because it's in the comics does not make it a good idea. You're crazy. The end. All right, so... Uh, what, what was the last uh, I don't even we had? know anymore. Uh... uh Phil Morato was Triton as useless in the show as he is in the comics. I didn't know he was he? useless in the comics, but he was definitely useless in the show. Yeah, he, I mean, he, and he should have looked really cool. He did not look cool at all in this, and it was super disappointing. As soon as, I mean, after the first trailer when he took off his hood, and you're like, Jesus. <laughs> like, you didn't even cover up his goddamn eyebrows under there, and everyone's like, well, he has eyebrows in the comics. Like, come on, guys. You know, something that I have never. Make I, it look cool. I've been watching Game of Thrones for seven seasons now, and something that it never really stuck out to me is it's like, is it it's weird that like Daenerys has like platinum hair, but her eyebrows are still dark. Oh, right? Yeah, isn't, isn't I, that weird? I, mean, I don't know why it, it never it, struck me as weird before. It can happen, but yes, it is weird. Okay, all right. Yeah, I was just it, saying, it, like, it I was watching behind the scene thing, and I was like, I never thought about the fact that that should probably be weird. Yeah, I mean, but it would be weird. Cause, I mean, like, also eyebrows are, look, eyebrows are so important for emotion that like when they become silver like that, yeah, you and how be able pale to see. she is. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah. So I agree with the decision. I just whatever. Anyway. Uh, uh, Maruna at TV Freak in a Box. Hey, you've been a Moistelier for a while. Thanks for joining us. Do you think this is the weakest superhero property in recent years, in parentheses, since MCU DCU is a thing? Question mark. I vote yes. It was a steaming pile of garbage. Iron Fist is definitely... Oh, man, it's rough because we have 13 episodes of Iron Fist to really judge it. Yeah. So far, these first two episodes... They were better than Iron Fist's first two episodes. Oh, man, I don't even want... I, I, but like in my head, I'm like... Do you remember how we talked to like that homeless guy? Do you remember all this? Like I like, you saying Iron Fist is worse? Yes, <sighs> I'm saying Inhumans first two episodes is a league above Iron Fist first two episodes but at least. Things functioned like a show more in Iron Fist. I disagree. No, like but like I mean setting up like uh the like not Danny but I mean like when you had like the the corporate bullshit and everything like that. Mm. Take out the hand. I'm just saying in the beginning when they were setting all that up. I'm like oh here's the here's the statement of the show is like Danny is going to try to reclaim his uh, company regardless if he should be doing that at all. Yeah. Um, and these are the people who are up against him. I got that, and I understood that. Remember when he made that dog go to sleep, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're like, what the fuck? Uh, it's still confusing, like yeah. Karnak. But I don't know. I just remember understanding Iron Fist more than I understood 
what happened in Inhumans. Like, by the end of it, what's happening? Are they all going to team up in downtown Honolulu and just, like, beat the shit out of a bunch of people? And you're like, why? Like, why is this happening? By the way, didn't hate the Medusa fight with the other chick. And I also like the guy in the rock wall. Yes, I forgot to mention that, too. That, like, him talking and uh, the... Oh, and he teleported her into a wall. Yeah. And I'm like, that was... Fine. It was so it was so poorly executed when that could have been a really funny joke that yeah. like he didn't like her so he like he sometimes just drops people in the middle of walls and they don't die yeah. for some reason they're like <laughs> or lose like, their legs or something yeah which you should yeah that he she can just shoot her way out of that great that's a great uh, joke yeah and then a bunch of other, we get a hint that a bunch of other ones are going to show up but are Iron Fist and humans. The worst one of the modern age of movies. These I'm are the worst two properties, Iron Fist and Inhuman, so far. Yeah. Someone said this was the roughest year for MCU thus far because we have uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Guardians 2, Spider-Man, uh, Defenders, uh, and Inhumans. And I'm like... Uh, only two of those are really... I mean, I don't like the Guardians movies, yeah. but it was still successful. So yeah. I don't know why that would be... And overall, like it got like a lower score than like you know, like a 90. But most for the most part, most people enjoyed it. Or yeah. at least enjoyed parts of it. I would, say, I would say this might have been a tough year for Marvel just because of Iron Fist and Inhumans. Yeah, because it's the first because Shield, this was the Season 4 is the best season of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. It was so cool. Um, yeah, I don't think it's rough, but I'm very excited for next year because we have Black Panther. Black Panther looks great. And Thor's coming out later, and thus far, it looks really good. Yeah. Taika Waititi, I'm excited for that boy. Uh, Jeff at Jeff. Uh, how would you, quote, fix it? I don't know. Like, I moving forward, I would make Maximus, his decisions make more sense instead of just trying to kill people. Yeah. I would make the Inhumans explain what they i mean explain like why where did lockjaw come from where yeah. did like did you have a dog and the dog went through terogenesis by mistake and you're like you're so hung up on lockjaw no because it like shit needs to make sense yeah like okay if like lockjaw uh, is your cybernetic in, arm in kunlun it's like this is a mystical city fine you said magic things don't rules don't apply anymore and there's a dragon in the city again rules don't apply anymore it makes sense what if lockjaw was a dude and his terogenesis turned him into a teleporting dog fucking nightmare yeah. like his intelligence gets dimmed down to yeah. a dog but or maybe it doesn't he's just stuck in this giant body where he can't like function right and he the, lockjaw is one of those things that like no matter what happens to this series i hope they salvage lockjaw for like i want lockjaw i i just want lockjaw to show up in avengers 4 yeah, Nothing. Literally, right. you could not do any other TV, like um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Inhumans thing. I still want the Defenders to show up. Any other Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Defenders, but have Lockjaw show up. Lockjaw, in like newer comics, like he's the first Inhuman that runs into Miss Marvel, Kamala yeah. Khan, and it's so cute. Like yeah. It's like he's the he's like the one you send out to go get your, go get your Inhumans, which is great. Yeah, that would have been a great to send out for your mission to go save other Inhumans instead of Triton for whatever reason. Yeah, like what's he going to do? Is he going to wait for Lockjaw to come get you like yeah, just send lockjaw in he touches her and they teleport away yeah not hard anyway. not a difficult thing crystal's fire power out of her fingies look cool fire and ice i i, I didn't really remember her powers from the comics so is it like, just cool. fire and ice i think so i thought it was crystal like know. all at all elements yeah, maybe like who's she can, to say she can dig in the moon who's to say uh um, moon juice here's how i think you fix it and i uh and actually i think this would have been good for dr strange too actually um Want you give you give them a quote unquote companion character, and by that I mean somebody like not necessarily. The, no offense to that actress, maybe it was the material you're given. Uh, cat not, eyes, not cat eyes, maybe not her. But but you read the Inhumans comic a little bit, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of the new humans or whatever that through Terragenesis have gotten abilities on Earth. Pick one, pick one from the comics. Oh, have yeah. them come up to Adelan. 
and go full Doctor Who with it. Go full like crazy fun because this is a Jack Kirby property. So go ape shit with the crazy weird. Don't try and ground it at all. And then you have an opportunity because we talked a little bit about this before that that I, I think if you were just to look at the TARDIS going back to my Doctor Who metaphor, going to the TARDIS as like a set. It's probably fine, but the fact that we're always introduced to it through the eyes of a companion, like, oh, wow, it's bigger on the inside. You're a part of that that moment, and you feel that sense of awe. Mm. So if we had somebody that was stuck as an, an inhuman on Earth, crazy, people don't like you, it's a weird situation, and then brought to Adelan, and then you see this crazy culture that could be your new home, and that's a good... Now they can explain, everybody can explain their power. Every time she, she or he meets a new person, that person can explain their powers, how they got them, what their function in society. Now you have an excuse to explain everything to somebody. Yeah. And what I think would be cool is if that inhuman, you basically make that inhuman precog boy. And so as a twist, that person stays on Adeline with Maximus and becomes Maximus's right-hand person. There you go. And so now, now we're with the royal family on Earth as they try to deal with the Earth stuff. But we've already been introduced to them through this other person. Mm-hmm. And they eventually catch up with them on Earth, and like then because you, you have to, you always need the companion going with the main and, and then well, but then you can also, but then you also have a great thing that Game of Thrones because I really felt like especially with casting Ramsay Bolton as Maximus, which I actually think is good casting. Yeah, um, his material might not be good, but he's his doing material's the best not great, and also maybe just let him have his accent. Um, Same with Iron Fist. Yep, um, but having this character that's our introduction character stay with Maximus provides good people on both sides people we want to root for on both sides and then maybe that character can have a thing with crystal mm-hmm. either since she's stuck up there they can have kind of a dynamic you know what you could do a lot of cool things with that you know what'd be cool how you get the companion hmm. they could be a, they could be like a human that doesn't know that they're an inhuman yet like they haven't yeah. gone through terogenesis what could be really cool is that they brought up this idea that humans are going to find us soon because of nasa and yeah. sending rovers what if it was like another like a newer like manned mission to the moon and they walk into like the invisible barrier of the city and because of that gorgon comes out grabs him and pulls him inside and like disables his communications and like then this person gets to experience this whole new world but from a scientific mind so when they start thinking of like you can do you know scientists and tv shows always like they know everything they can build anything they know genetics no blah 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 go with that trope who gives a shit but at the same time they start to try to explain or try to figure out the history of these people and why their abilities manifest the way that they do yeah and you're like wait you guys don't even know that like you can do more than this, like with your ability, or like we. W- I actually want to bring you back. I want. To, I want you to come back with me. Yeah. And that's how you get Maximus. Like, yeah, we should. Like, that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, and then you get into the history that why the Inhumans left uh, Earth because they were hunted, they were persecuted. Yeah. They, even though they have their abilities, and they, but they are wildly like they don't know like the extent of them. So either they were going to get uh, killed out or like wiped out, or they were uh, going to accidentally kill like a lot of people. So like, let's just isolate ourselves. It makes more sense. Now there's humans that live up here now, but they are kind of part inhuman too. Yeah, I would I would have liked if they took an astronaut because. Who doesn't well, fucking like maybe, astronauts? And maybe there's two of them, and they could force them to be like, "Hey, if you're going to be here, you have to go through Terragenesis, and one of them gets powers, and one of them doesn't, or something." Or not even forcing. What if one of them like takes the crystal, and they have to get like punished for it? Like that they one of them finds out that they're an inhuman. Then you're left. Or with, one like, of them this... already is an inhuman. Yeah, and they're keeping it a secret. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like they drink their 
fish pills and yeah. they got their I like that the water was contaminated no 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 that's not what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did uh, it was fish pills it was fish pills this could be like right when the water is contaminated so you know like how everyone loves to drink their seawater so they uh, <laughs> someone drank the the seawater classic yeah, classic uh, Stephen Coronado at word underscore boy I forgot this was a thing what Marvel characters should they never adapt don't say never because you can yeah. have, with the right like I think you said I mean you've said this before but like it just depends on who the writer is yes. like you can make any character really interesting I was convinced for a long time that Thor was useless and then I read Jenny Michael Straczynski's run with Olivier Coipel I always pronounce it wrong amazing such a cool take on the character and like like if i just with my general knowledge of thor and then seen these movies the last two recent ones i've been like oh this character sucks Mm -hmm. it's just not a good character but you put it in some of the right hands of somebody hopefully taika watiti and you get something really cool out of it Mm -hmm. and in teams he's fun like He's a fun element to put in there because you like seeing lightning Again, fly if everywhere. If he's used correctly, like like I think he he can be very interesting. But I think that goes back to the point that it's like every character. What so let's let's rephrase it. I do feel like this Inhumans is an example of Marvel's just like hey we have these properties let's just make them as opposed to somebody coming to them with a really cool take. Like mm-hmm. this is I've always wanted to do this character for da 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 reasons. What's a, what's what are characters that wouldn't do well without like a good like you'd need somebody to like have a take on it. You can't you couldn't just make it. It couldn't just be part of the machine. Hmm. Do you have one in mind? No. Oh, I do have a really I have a I have a comment really quick. Danny boy, aside from a couple trailers on YouTube, it seems this property was not marketed very well. No, it was not. Well, I don't trailers know how you piss poor. Market it because the shows not good they, so i don't know that, how you market it better that second trailer when it was all imax you're like imax and you're like yeah. this is edited better than other trailers it's still not good though anyways uh just want to bring up a comment because i like when you guys join us live in the mornings we appreciate it um but okay so uh, characters that can work on their own like if they just kind of threw them in there or yeah, i'm just thinking a character that like Because I don't think, the, like I said, I don't think the Thor movies have benefited from the Marvel machine. Because you don't really have a strong, again, hopefully Taika but you don't really have a strong take on the character. Yeah, that makes it special. No, he's you know? not. He's not anything. He's yeah, not, he just exists because he's part of the Avengers. Yeah, like Cap exists, Iron Man exists. You like them? Yeah, especially the last Hulk, two Cap movies. Yeah, and then the first Iron Man movie. Clearly, it, it, of all of them, I think Iron, the first Iron Man movie, benefits from a take. Like, yeah. like this is how you do this character. Mm-hmm. And even Hulk, like the take, mainly it was Avengers that really dealt with like the, his like the sadness of the character. Yeah, once you got Mark Ruffalo in there, really Joss Whedon had a really good take on Hulk. And I and he was fine in Avengers two because that was the only time he ever popped up again. And I'm excited to see his take in this where you can yeah. like he can have fun. He doesn't need to be super duper depressing. Black Panther looks like it's benefiting from a good take a solid take yeah um, he's the the prince becoming a king and that's yeah. really cool he looks awesome uh you know um just because this character is on my mind a lot i'll throw that out there i don't i think unless you had a really cool specific take on moon knight i'd say don't bother because either he's going to be uh the third iteration of daredevil basically from daredevil to iron fist down to moon knight yeah. or he's going to be a less interesting legion Mm, yeah like at this point like some of the things like unless you had a really cool perspective on it elements of him have already been done yeah so it's risky i mean jessica jones luke cage those are really specific takes because luke cage was uh like a take on people of color mainly black people i would say even daredevil benefits from from i I think he benefited most when drew goddard was a part of the show he had a very clear vision for what he wanted to do with that character um and i was going to say what character who had a take um 
Ant Man had a take. It wasn't that strong, but it was like it was. It was fun. It had legacy. It was dealing with legacy yeah. a lot and like what it means to be a parent and uh, also having children and whatnot. And uh, uh, and there was a heist take to it, which was yeah. really cool. Um, oh, uh, Danny Boy says Moon Knight needed to happen three years ago. If it happens now, I'd be so worried. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a bummer. Uh, it would be cool. I mean, I'd like to see all of his gadgets and whatnot. Uh, in his costumes, especially I the mask. I want to see the Mr. Knight. Mr. Yeah, Knight's he, my favorite costume. It, it's also the coolest. It's the coolest. Also, if you saw that guy show up, you're like, oh, Jesus. It's also the most different. It's also like, it's not like, it doesn't look like Batman. It doesn't look like Daredevil. It looks like, that's Moon Knight. A little you know like Rorschach. I mean? Yeah, or the question sort of. Question, but like, people bit. that use suits. I, I like using a, a suit as your costume. Mm-hmm. It is pretty cool. Um, what's a, man, this is interesting. They've touched on a lot of characters. I did have one in my brain, but it just kind of farted out. Um... We have a lot of spider characters. Yeah. Um, is there... I think there's like a James Bond take, like a real spy take you could do for like Spider-Woman or somebody like that. I think there's a way yeah. to do a like a serious I, spy well, like movie. Like you said, there's a, there's a way to do all of these characters. Oh, Punisher's got a take. It's They're really focusing on the PTSD angle yes. of it. And I'm excited for that show. Yeah, it's, I'm, I, I'm interested to see how they do a whole series about him, but uh, not it's that it's going to be bad. Because we haven't really had a movie that's really worked yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but he, he's everybody's favorite part of Daredevil season two. And it, it is a so. rough time for it to come out right now politically so oh yeah it is uh-huh if it was last year yeah would have worked out would have been a little safer or maybe even the year before that maybe yeah. get, get yourself a little bit more distance yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that show does and how it's received and it's dealing with the military too which is also just because the, you you run yeah. the risk of even if, even if it being produced well and telling a good story with the way audiences on either side could translate it Mm-hmm. The way it's received could be very problematic. We got a comment here that Silk would be cool, and Silk's entire backstory, if you guys don't know, is uh, she was bitten by the same spider that bit Peter Parker, but because of comic book, comic book, comic book stuff, she got put into a um, bunker, basically trying yeah. to protect her for like fifteen years or something like that. I don't really know how the years work in comics anymore. Uh, so she doesn't understand how like normal society works now, especially when it comes to, like pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be a, kind of like a unbreakable. Is that what it's called? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, you could do an angle like that where it's like a kind of a comedy. I like with, that. With I, I actually love that that idea. Yeah, with a with a spider character, and yeah. that way, and also her costume is so cool. I got one Venom. What do you do? What's the angle? That's, no, that's the point. Is what what shouldn't they do? They shouldn't do Venom. Oh, what they shouldn't what, do? They shouldn't do without without Spider Man. You shouldn't do Venom. Uh, yep. But we, I did like our pitch for Flash Thompson and yep. the dad, the stepdad being Cleus Cassidy. We have a way of convincing ourselves i think we've almost sold ourselves on the joker bonus episode we did we almost yeah. sold ourselves on that movie you guys check out the episodes on the patreon but um little plug maybe uh, maybe we should throw that out to you guys what what is a character that you don't think marvel should bother trying to adapt at this point blade that might be tough blade I, might be i don't know real. the netflix shows with the way they do it but that's like opening the door to all the monster things yes. that are out there which i'm again no as a fan cool yeah but like, think about it. Like, think about it. Like, do they you did think a good job with Ghost Rider? They did, and but that was like they stayed in the magic realm. That's like demons, you know. Kind yeah. of, it stays. It's still like within your Doctor Strange world. We'll see. I do like that the TV shows seem to embrace the idea of magic more than even Doctor Strange did. Yeah, he's like a full on demon. Like, yeah, there's other the more, dimensions. The more I stuff, think about, like, Doctor Strange is not a fantasy movie. It's a sci fi movie. Which kind of bumps me out, if I'm being honest. What is cool about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was they didn't pick a religion either. They were like, this is a demon, and it's from a dimension. And like yeah. that way they bypassed all of that. It's basically what like Buffy and Angel did, and I think that's a really cool yeah. version of it. Because even if you are spiritual, that's essentially what that still would be. 
You know what I mean? Like that's still like like even if you believe in spiritual stuff, a demon's still technically coming from another dimension. Mm-hmm. It just aligns with your belief system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's a, I think it's a cool take. I think it's a cool take on the character. I, I have trouble thinking of a character that you couldn't find. Some Gwenpool. Don't do Gwenpool. No. It would just be it would just be everything I hate about the Deadpool movie times two. <laughs> you haven't read the Gwenpool comics though. I'm sure the no. I'm sure the Gwenpool comic is great. And, and and I'm not saying there couldn't be a way of doing it. I'm saying the way it would be done mm-hmm. would annoy the fuck out of me. Uh, okay, does that make sense? Kind, uh, yeah. I'm not but... saying Gwenpool's a bad character because uh-huh. I don't think that's true, and I think I think it's a lot of fun character. I just think the way Hollywood would produce that movie, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, here's all the annoying shit from Deadpool twice over. Yeah, humor wise, maybe, but I think the story that could be really cool with her is that she's a person from our world thinking that there's no repercussions in this world because it's all the characters that she loved and used to read yeah. and thinks that she is because she is able to think for herself and make these decisions. She is kind of a sociopath, like yeah. that she can do whatever she wants. Uh, because uh, in the recent comic, another person from her world popped up and is watching what she's doing, and she's and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like you're you're insane that if you're doing this." Um, I think uh, Marvel at a certain point is going to like start to run out of ideas, and throwing a real person into that world, yeah, would be a very well, also cool they can't take. do Gwenpool because Spider Man Gwen Stacy's owned by Sony, and Deadpool's owned by. Uh, yeah. Fox, so it's almost impossible to do. True, Gwenpool uh, is a movie. It is, but it is. It could be a very fun idea, but also Again, you get Howard every the Duck. idea <laughs> could be a good idea. I'm just saying, I think that's the one Hollywood would fuck up the most. Oh my god, I would, they would. Um, you know what? Still uh, holding out for that uh, Netflix Fantastic Four. ABC would do a great Fantastic. I, honestly, Four show. I think the one movie that the MCU is the most equipped tone wise to handle is the fantastic four i would love to see that i would love to see their because i would also have the faith in them that they would give us an honest to god galactus big guy in purple armor which i want to see on the big screen we are getting a cloak and dagger show cloak the and trailer dagger. looks really good though. it does uh shout out my brother-in-law helped edit that nice yeah. he did a good job no i uh i was not i, I thought that was one of those shows i could write off mm-hmm. and i saw the trailer and I'm like son of a Bitch. Yeah, looks really cool. Uh, but I think we're kind of winding down. Yeah. Uh, Inhumans, I'm gonna check out the next episode when it comes out, which uh, which is cool because we have two week we have a two week break basically to not watch that show. Awesome. Yeah, and then we hop into the third episode. And we're like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so have to do a lot of work to boost that. But I mean, too late. <laughs> like it's there's nothing they can do anymore. Uh, but guys. Let us know if you saw the Inhumans, what you thought about it, what you thought of our review. Are we being too harsh? Are we being fair? Uh, how how much do you love Iron Fist? Let us know in the <laughs> yeah. comments down below. Explain Lockjaw to me because I'm really having trouble grasping it. He's cute, though. Uh, this is going to be eight episodes, I believe, of Inhumans. So Congratulations. So we're going to power through that. But guys, thank you what so much. What do you think Scott, ha- Scott Buck has on the Marvel TV brass? Like, what Does he have like a P-tape thing? I don't like, think what he's is getting he? paid. And they're like... <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, yeah, right. go for it. Fuck yeah. it. I don't, we won't even read your scripts. Go for yeah. it. Go ahead and do it. You want to shoot in Hawaii? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You got an IMAX deal? Perfect. Yeah. I'm not even going to think twice about what you're doing over there. We need Iron Fist to work. Not do it. How much? No, uh, I just no, need to uh, stay pay for the my food? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'll sleep on the sets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's per- go ahead. But uh, yeah, let us know what you think of Scott Buck and uh, uh, on the Twitters. Uh, yes. At Only Stupid Answers. 
Yank out the vowels from stupid, if you would, please. Uh-huh. Facebook, Instagram, Reddit. Yes. You can find all that at OnlyStupidAnswers.com, as well as all the places you can listen to us. Man, make sure you tune in to Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers for bonus episodes weekly, both audio and video versions of that. And if you sign up to that now, you get all our past stuff. Yes, you do. Yeah, it all just lives there. You'll find it all on our... If you download the Patreon app for free and you sign into your account, guess what? You can watch and listen to all that off... Uh, maybe not watch offline, but you can listen to all those episodes offline on the app. Amazing. But it's also on every other... Pa- um, uh, you can get the RSS feed to go to your uh, podcast app as well. Don't ask me how, because we tried to figure it out, and it was tough. So, uh, <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, make sure you follow us at DJ Talks Trash on everything that matters, at Sam Basher, where it all matters. Uh, any last things you want to uh, fart out? Bye. Bye. We love you, you beautiful...